Hey everyone, welcome to Bridge Building Solutions Podcast. Thank you for giving space in your life to listen, to learn, and to open up your heart. I don't take that lightly and appreciate you. Over the last few podcasts, we've been talking about the four R's of a racial reckoning. Just for a reminder, a reckoning is by definition, the action or process of calculating or estimating something. It's like when something major happens, a lot of times it causes us to reflect and in that reflecting, it can lead us to rethink things. That's a reckoning. You know, a little over a year ago, we were embroiled in the anger, the pain of the murder in the murder of George Floyd. Around the world, people hit the streets and protested the violence against black and brown bodies. I took my daughter and her partner to a rally. I stood with them and watched her engage. As she raised her sign and voiced her opposition to the violence, my heart was moved. As I reflected about what was going on, like a lot of you, I knew something had to change. I knew I could no longer sit on the sidelines and remain silent. Our world was a mess and it seemed that no one knew what to do about it. I thought, how can that be? How can we end up in the same place over and over and not move forward? Could it be because we don't know how to talk to each other? I mean, I mean, really talk to each other? As I reflected, I realized that we know how to yell at each other, show up at rallies and shout slogans, but we do we know how to sit down at a table and talk? Do we know how to listen and learn from each other? I don't want this to sound harsh, but the reality is, is that most white people know very little about racism, what it really is. We prove it to people of color all the time. I've watched intellectuals, politicians, pastors, white leaders, and almost every segment of our society admit that they don't know what to do or say. But you know something? This is not going to cut it anymore. We are in so many ways, we in so many ways created this mess, and we're going to have to step up and help solve it. Here we are a little over a year later, and so many have settled back into the routines with little thought about taking steps to move forward and help resolve the issues we face. We must change the way we approach this issue. It's not going away. We must move from our empty opinions, buzzwords, and political talking points and somehow find our voices. At the rallies, I told my white brothers and sisters, if you're sick about your impotence to resolve these issues, frustrated in your ability to move forward and heal, I have some advice. Educate yourself to what racism really is. Quit living in the dark. Quit making assumptions. I currently facilitate a course called What Lies Between Us, a curriculum created by my daughter-in-law, Dr. Lucretia Carter-Berry. This course is an entry-level course designed to help you take your first steps towards racial healing, designed to help you find your voice and become a part of all of us moving forward. So before we jump into today's content, I wanted to let you know that I will be beginning a new class on Tuesday night, September 14th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This course will be offered via Zoom so anyone can attend. It will run for five consecutive Tuesday nights. So if you'd like more information, visit my website, bridgebuildingsolutions.com. There you'll find out everything you need to know about the class and you'll be able to even register. Okay, let's get into our, our, our content today. 
Again, we've been looking at the four R's of a racial reckoning. We've looked at relationships. We talked about remembering. We've talked about repenting. And now we're going to talk about repair. Last time we examined together the need for repentance. You know, sometimes we struggle with admitting the wrong we inflict on ourselves and even other people in our own personal lives. We can struggle when it comes to taking responsibility for our role in our own issues. So it shouldn't be hard to understand that people really struggle to take responsibility for things that they may think they were not personally involved in. As it relates to racial issues, I mentioned last time, just because you're a good person, have never owned slaves, have a black friend, doesn't mean that you don't have skin in the game doesn't mean that you don't have responsibility for what has gone on and is going on. I like to say we're all in this together. With God, repentance is always a part of the process that opens the door for healing. Everyone likes to quote 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. But what good is it if I, on a personal level, succeed and the house falls around me? We are all part of our culture and its failures. And even if it's just us standing in the gap, we have a responsibility to own the failures of our culture. I'm not afraid of this, and I don't want you to be afraid of this. Let's take this on. It won't kill us. Our fourth R of a racial reckoning is repair. In my life in ministry, I have felt called to so many things, helping people find and live their lives in Christ, teaching them how to live their lives for him. You know, God's done so much for me, so how could I not help him? He's forgiven, healed, and repaired so much in my life. How could I not let him use me to do the same for others? Lately, I've been sitting on the parable of the Good Samaritan. There's so much in this account on injustice, but one thing that stands out is that God wants us to know that helping repair the damage done unjustly to any neighbor is a call to anyone who seeks to live by the law of love. I want you to think about that. As a believer, it's part of my DNA. It's in my life and mission to dress the wounds of others, to rectify, to correct the wrongs that have been manifested in my neighbor. Justin Merrick said, tell them that reparations is ultimately redeeming for everyone, both those give and those who receive. It's an opportunity for all of us to finally be healed. Being a part of making a wrong right, there's no greater joy. After genuine repentance, we must move on to the essential work of repair. What does that look like? And how do we do that? The questions, great questions. But until you see the need for yourself to engage, those answers must wait. The action steps to repair the harm of slavery and ongoing racism can be daunting and overwhelming. But what I can say today is that our inaction is unacceptable. So here's where I want to suggest we begin. Let's find some people to have these conversations with. Let's get comfortable with the words reparations and repair. Let's educate ourselves on the why, why this work is so important to the process, why this work is so necessary and viable and a viable part of the work as believers. 
You know, in closing, I want to recommend a, a great book that I have just finished. It's called Reparations by Duke Kwong and Gregory Thompson, a Christian call for repentance and repair. This book not only gave me the historical context to the damage that has been inflicted on people of color for centuries, but also revealed my biblical responsibility to bring about the only thing that can manifest healing, and that's repair. You know, I know that's a lot. You know, and I, I know that there's more to this than what I could ever share in this podcast. So I just want to encourage you to get this book and, 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 and study it. Open your heart to some of the truths that are in it. It will really help you understand why repair is so necessary, important in this process. Yeah, we need to build relationships. We need to remember. We need to gain historical context. We need to repent. We need to take responsibility of the bigger picture for our culture as Daniel did. And then, yeah, we need to figure out ways to engage and to repair and, repair and help make wrongs right. It's part of who we are and what we have been called to do. I want you to remember that I'm going to begin a new class, What Lies Between Us, September 14th at 7 p.m. on Tuesday night, Central Standard Time via Zoom. So again, if you want more information about that class, I know some of you have taken the class, but maybe you'd like to take it again and just have a refresher course. So you can go to my website, bridgebuildingsolutions.com, and you can get all the information you need and register right there to join the class. And I hope that you will, and I'll look forward to seeing you soon. Hey, I love you guys, and I just appreciate your hearts to learn. Thank you for sticking with me today. We'll see you next time.